Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Car Thoughts with David, episode number 41. I am super excited to be part of this uh, this podcast. I'm super excited that you guys are joining me on this journey. I'm super excited that, um, you know, that I'm able to do this. You know, it's just really cool. I mean, you think about it, it's, it's amazing when I look back at my life and see how much I've changed. Um, you know, over the years, you know, and, um, it's kind of, kind of crazy because when I was, uh, when I was much younger, I started getting into doing photography more. Um, my sister was doing photography, my younger sister, so to show support, you know, and try and help her out because I knew I was going to be asked all kinds of questions. Uh, because when you know how to fix a computer, you know how to fix a camera and every other electronical device under the sun. That's just a given. So, um, and that's a joke, by the way. I don't. It's, it's just people ask. <laughs> so anyway, um, you know, I got a decent little camera. I started taking photos. I found this website because you know, I was trying to get better and learn more. So I found this website and community called DeviantArt, and it's a uh, poetry, prose, writing, photography, art, 3D art, you know, community. Basically, if you're doing anything creative and artistic, you can go there and post your work, and there's a community of over 2 million, um, you know, members who are pretty active for the most part. I'm not super active anymore. I kind of stepped away from it because my life changed. You know, I, different things came up, different things I wanted to do. I still post things there occasionally because they have, they do um, a base copyright on your work. You know, so you get uh, basically like a Creative Commons copyright, anything you post there. So it's just an easy way for me to catalog anything that I think um, I'd like to, you know, have at least a baseline of protection of. So... You know, I started doing that many, many, many years ago. Uh, you know, want to say in 2001, 2002, somewhere around there. And, uh, you know, I saw some people doing 3D art, and I got really interested in it. And so I reached out to a couple of them, and they were very helpful with information. And I found out that the software that they use is called Rhino 3D, and which was really cool except for the fact that the younger me could not afford Rhino 3D because it was like $1,500 at the time. And so, thankfully, one of them hooked me up. They had an extra student's license that they they somehow ended up with two of them. So they were like, okay, I'm going to give you this extra license. Just go to the site, download the software, and just put this in. You know? So... I was very grateful, and he showed me the basics of how to use it, and I started doing 3D art. You know, I just started drawing things. You know, I had a buddy who was also in college, and he found out he could actually get a license because he was going to school for art, and uh, so he also got himself a license, and we started doing challenges. We drew, our first challenge was a flashlight that we drew, and then we each posted them up to DeviantArt, and then ask the community to judge them. You know, we link to each other's um, uh, post and said, hey, which one do you like better, mine or his? And I mean, I never considered myself a great 3D graphic artist. 
you know, I was just doing it as a hobby. I wasn't even going to school for artwork. I never even had crossed my mind to go to school for an art degree. So, yeah, it was definitely not my forte. And it was really funny that I kept trouncing him on every challenge. And that's actually what he was going to college for. So, uh, Charlie, if you're listening to this, if you ever hear this, <clears throat> you know, it was a fun challenge. I really enjoyed it. And I'm still shocked to this day that I won all of them. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I got pretty decent at it, and uh, people in the community started noticing me. And I and one of my um, followers on the site actually asked if I'd be interested in doing an interview. And of course, I had no idea how we were going to pull this off because <clears throat> he was in another country, so calling was kind of out. Video calling was out. Um, you know, because that stuff didn't really exist on the level. You know, I couldn't afford a video camera for my computer, and they didn't come on computers. You know, that that stuff didn't exist. So, I mean, unless you had some serious uh, uh, cash at your disposal, you know, a couple hundred bucks, you know, you weren't you weren't doing anything like that. So, you know, I didn't have that much money to burn <laughs> at the time. And so, yeah, I mean, we did. Uh, we did the interview. We did it via a chat room, which is the way apparently he interviewed everybody, so that worked out perfectly anyway. And, uh, yeah, so did that. And one of the questions he asked me was, do you listen to any podcasts? I told him, I said, I don't even really know what podcasts are. I said, I've heard a couple people say about it, but I don't know what it is. And so he explained to me, and then he was like, okay, yeah, David doesn't listen to any podcasts because he's too cool for that. Or something like that. That's how the, that's how the interview answer was written down, uh, which was cool, you know. And to think, you know, all these years later, here I am recording podcasts. It's kind of crazy to me, you know, to think of that and to remember that story that just really came to the surface today. You know, I hadn't re- I hadn't thought about that interview in years, so it was a lot of fun. And um, but here we are, forty one episodes in, and you guys are so fantastic. I appreciate your support. I appreciate you guys listening. And, you know, that's what makes it, that's what makes it so great and, and gives me the energy to do this is, is knowing that, that there's somebody out there that I could be helping, you know, knowing that I'm creating this video or why did I say video, this audio journal of my day-to-day thoughts so I can go back and remember you know it doesn't have to be just something that just randomly pops into my mind while I'm driving like uh like that about the interview so many years ago and uh yeah so you know it's a lot of fun I've really enjoyed it and you know what I'm going to talk to you guys for a couple minutes today I'm going to kind of keep this one a little short is uh writing and my writing, I actually had a friend of mine <laughs> that I actually know in real life. We have coffee every couple of weeks. His name is Rich. He's a really awesome guy. Um, he asked me a couple of days ago about um, if I would write a comment. He wanted me to read uh, something he posted online, and he wanted me to comment on it. And I thought, sure, yeah, no problem. Of course I'll do that. But, you know, when I actually read what he wrote, you know, it was so great. It was really awesome. And at the same time, I was sitting there thinking, like, 
you know, what am I going to write to this? You know, what am I going to put here? You know, and I, I kind of got in my head really bad. And I, and, and, you know, I was nervous. You know, I got nervous about it because I was like, oh, I want to write something good. I want to write something meaningful for him. And normally I probably wouldn't have thought about anything like that. I would have just sat down and belted it out. But it was it was just like, you know, this is this is a really this is a person I know in person. I want to I want to do something and write something special. You know, I want to make it uh, impactful. You know, so I kind like I said, I got in my own head and just was like, well, you know, I start I I, I literally sat down at the keyboard staring at his mess at his uh, post at work. And I'd go work on something. I'd come back and I'd sit down and stare at it. And I'd start writing something. And I'd be like, no. Erase it. And I spent all day at work, you know, just just thinking over it. I knew what I wanted to write. I knew what I wanted to say. But actually putting the words down and putting them in order, you know, it just, it, it never felt right each time I write it. It felt like I was trying to force it. So I was like, okay. And... I kind of felt in a way like I don't know that Thomas Jefferson actually said this, so don't you know don't think that that's the case. It was in the the um, John Adams uh, story that HBO did that had um, Paul Giamatti in it, and the guy that played Thomas Jefferson when he was talking about the Declaration of Independence, he said, you know, every word in this was written with care. I chose every word um, carefully. Everything in there is from my heart directly to the page. And, uh, of course, because he was saying that because Benjamin Franklin and John Adams were, were criticizing some of the stuff he wrote, saying that it sounded too um, churchy, and they didn't want to alienate um, people by ha- having something that sounded too much like a sermon. And, uh, yeah, so, like I said, I don't know whether that really happened or how that conversation played out, but that came to mind, you know, I was like, oh gosh, okay, I want to make sure that everything is direct, and of course, I don't, when it comes to um, the criticism part, you know, I'm not really too worried about somebody saying, oh, what well, sounds like this, sounds like that, you know, but I wanted to make sure everything that I said about it was something that I believed and that I meant, you know, I that I would stand behind and say, yes, this is something I wrote, um, this is you know, like Thomas Jefferson said in the movie or in a series, whatever it was, you know, this is something directly from me. This is from my soul, my heart. I wrote this, you know, stamp of approval, sign my name, I'm done. You know, drop the mic and walk off. And so, yeah, so that's kind of where it ended up. You know, I, and like I said, I was just nervous. I don't know why I was nervous because I sit down and I write all the time. I, I'm, you know... I don't have a problem with it, but for whatever reason, that one just really got me, what he wrote, and it really moved me, and I wanted to write something that, that matched up, that that was as good as, that, that, that edified his work, that built on his work, and, you know, I even talked to my sister about it, I said, you know, because we were talking on the phone before I left work, and I was like, hey, I've got to go, I've got to head home, I've been struggling with this thing to write for, you know, for all day now almost. And, and I think I just need to get in the car and drive and, you know, clear my mind. And then maybe I can sit down at home and write this thing. So she wished me good luck. 
and I hit it home. And when I got home, I sat down and started watching the equalizer, um, a little bit and then it hit me. And so I turned off the movie, uh, ran into the room, sat down on the keyboard and just belted it out and had no problems. And it was good. And, And sometimes, you know, things are like that. Sometimes, and that's what creativity is, and that's where there's this misconception about how to be creative and how creativity works, is some people think, okay, you just lock yourself in a room, and you're just going to do it. You know, you're just going to, you know, beat yourself into submission and do it. And that's not how it works. Sometimes you have to take your mind off of it. You have to step away from it. And only when you pull yourself out of the situation can you see what you need to do. And that's... A lesson that I've learned and a lesson that I uh, know from Alan Gannett's book, The Creative Curve, is sometimes you just have to go out and consume. Sometimes you just have to do those menial, mindless tasks like driving or sitting down and watching a movie, and then you'll get struck by the inspiration and you'll be able to do again. You can't just belt out stuff or force stuff into existence. Um, you know, sometimes you just have to step back, let your mind process, and then it'll come to you. Um, and, you know, that was one of the tips he gave to somebody who was wanting to be a, uh, a painter. Like, I sit in my loft for hours, and, you know, I just can't, um, can't think of anything to paint. And he was like, go out, go to an art gallery, look at art. And you know, consume artwork, you know, see it, think about it, and then that inspiration can come to you, and you can paint, and it works, it really works, so for those of you out there wanting to do something creative, go out there and do those things, you know, consume, you know, it's like the uh, the 80-20 rule, you know, consume, 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 if you want to do video, watch videos, watch people's videos, see what they're doing, see how they're doing it. Um, one thing I just recently started on my Twitter feed at Carthots Dave, another shameless plug, <laughs> um, is I got challenged. I was talking to a guy, which I told you guys about, to do one video every day for 30 days to get more comfortable doing video. So I actually started a hashtag, 30 days of video, And I'm posting it out there. One video every day for 30 days. uh, Unedited, uncut. Though, of course, the first one I did was live. And it looked really blocky and terrible. It looked like I had low bandwidth, which I probably did um, have bad signal when I recorded it. Um, So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just record the video and upload it to Twitter the next time. So I did a single video. It was like a minute and 40 seconds. One take. And I just talked about... I don't even remember what I talked about, to be honest with you. But that was the point. Um, What he said was just stare at the camera and try to focus on staring at the camera. Try not to look away, which I did a couple times. Try not to say um, which I did a couple times. But it's a work in progress. Progress, not perfection. So that's what he challenged me to do. If you guys want to take up the challenge and you want to get better at video, I definitely welcome you to. You know, use the hashtag 30 days of video. Tag me, CarThoughtsDave in it on Twitter. And, uh, you know, just record one short video staring into the camera lens, just talking about anything. It doesn't have to be about anything in particular. 
Um, the goal is is to get comfortable in front of the camera. It's not about what you say. It's not about what you're doing. It's not about where you're standing. Um, it's about getting comfortable looking at the camera lens and just talking. And that's what I'm doing. This is my second day. Um, the video was really terrible, <laughs> uh, but I'm getting better every day. I will get better every day. That is my belief, and I'm going to do it. So if you guys want to join in, you are welcome to join in. Please tag me because I will I will like and uh, retweet every single post I'm tagged in. And this is you know you know to help you guys out too. You know because that's what I'm about. I'm about building community, building relationships, building up others so that they can do what they want to do in their life and see that their dreams and their potential can be achieved. You know if they work at it and that is what my my charge is to you guys this is what i'm trying to teach and share that it can be done it's not impossible you can change your stars you know uh, to quote uh, a knight's tale i don't know where that came from but anyway <laughs> um yeah so go out there and do it take up the challenge i challenge you <laughs> and here we are day number 41 episode number 41 thank you guys so much for listening and as always car thoughts out hey everybody david here from car thoughts with david and i just wanted to share some information with you you guys have heard me talk about finding your way finding your path and starting your journey well if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast you might be thinking well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book. Because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So, I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting. Lessons learned, lessons shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can, you know, Keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So, by all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you guys, and I could not do any of this without your support, so when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.